Hello, everybody, and welcome to the All About Health podcast. My name is Georgia Overbeck, and I'm your host. Thank you so much for clicking on this episode today, whether you're on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or YouTube. Today's episode is going to be all about how to transition to a plant-based diet. I have been living a plant-based lifestyle, I like to say, for almost three years. I think in August is going to be three years for me. And that just means that I personally, what plant-based means for me anyway, is that I don't eat meat, dairy, eggs, and preferably not honey. Sometimes I eat honey. I'm not perfect, but I try to avoid it if possible. And that is kind of what it means to me. Also, I don't eat fish or any like seafood or anything like that. That's what plant-based means to me. It may mean something different to you. It probably does mean something different to everybody, but that what it is the definition for me. And in today's episode, I'm going to chat about different tips and things that helped me when I was transitioning to a plant-based lifestyle and diet and things that I think would just be helpful if you are interested in adopting some plant-based ways. doesn't even have to be that you fit the definition that I have. It could be something simple like just eating more plants or eating more vegetables or less processed foods, or it could be going totally vegan. It's could be whatever you want to. I just hope that you get something from this episode and learn something. But before we get into that, we have to do our segments of the week. And so the first segment is what has been my favorite entertainment thing of the week. And we've recently been watching the Jason Bourne movies. They came out in 2002, 2004, and then 2007. So the first one, I wasn't even born yet when it came out. And the other two, I was just a little child baby. So obviously I've never seen them before. And my parents decided to show them to myself and my sisters. And we've been really enjoying them. If you like action movies and like almost mystery, I guess, because you never know what he's thinking, uh, definitely recommend watching that. Even if they are... 20 years old. They're still really good. And I definitely recommend watching them if you haven't or rewatching them if you've seen them before. And then the second segment of the week is favorite meal or favorite recipe. And I wasn't sure what to do for this one because I had kind of something chosen before today. And then for lunch today, I made this spring cauliflower salad, which is amazing and so I had to make it my favorite of the week. I posted it on Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube and the recipe is on there. Definitely check it out. It is so so good. It's cauliflower and asparagus and carrots and spinach and then I blended that up into like a rice consistency and added some like lemon juice and vinegar and garlic and a little bit of apple honey which I'll talk about in a little bit. Uh, and then like some salt and pepper and stuff and ate it with pita chips. And it was like amazing. It was so good. There are certain meals that I make that I tell my mom they to me are energizing after I eat them. I just feel like I have so much energy and I'm alive and my eyes are more open. I'm like, wow, life is amazing. And this was one of those meals. So I definitely recommend checking it out on my social medias, which are linked down below if you want to check out the recipe.
All right, so now that we've done our segments and our introduction, let's get into today's episode, which again is going to be tips and things that I wish I knew or that really helped me when I was transitioning to a plant-based lifestyle and diet. And the first one is to educate yourself. So when I decided that I was going to start eating more plant-based and vegan as much as I could, I followed plant-based and vegan creators on social media. I got books. I listened to podcasts. I even got a, like I went through a course learning all about uh, like plant-based athletes and things like that. And what in particular a plant-based athlete needs since I would consider myself a plant-based athlete. And it was just I think it was really good to learn as much as I could about what my body needed, whether you are plant-based or not. Like what we really need are certain nutrients and macronutrients and things like that. And so it's just important to know what foods will provide what you need. So learn about protein sources, carb sources, uh, healthy fat sources, fiber sources, what's going to give you certain vitamins and minerals. And of course, you don't have to be perfect with this, but I think it's really important to just educate yourself and learn what is going to make sure that just to learn what is going to provide you a balanced diet. Um, So I read the plant-based athlete book, which I will link down below because I don't remember who it's by. Um, And then I also took a course, which if I can find it, I'll also link it down below. I think it was only like $50 or something like that. But you don't even have to buy a book or buy a course. Again, you could just go on Instagram or TikTok or YouTube and find reputable, um, good content creators who post content about a plant-based lifestyle. And also ask questions to those that you know that are vegan or plant-based. This is something that I did. So we were running our gym at the time and a few of our members were vegan. And so I remember talking to her um, and asking her her biggest tips and I was so new to it. I was like, if you're vegan, does that mean you have to be gluten-free? Because it seems like a lot of the recipes are gluten-free and vegan. And she was like, no, you don't have to do that. That's only if you have like celiac disease or something like that. But don't be afraid to ask questions. You can even ask me if you want to. Not that I'm an expert or anything, but if you ever have questions about living a plant-based lifestyle, I would definitely be happy to help. The next tip is to start gradually. So to go completely from eating like quote unquote normally to plant-based the way I do now, it actually took me a few years because at first I cut out dairy and that was for um, health reasons personally for me. I just have never been able to digest dairy very well. And so I cut out dairy for about a year or two before I actually stopped eating meat and eggs as well. Um, That wasn't I I didn't go dairy free originally with the goal of going plant based, but that's how it ended up happening. Um, But don't expect it to be an overnight thing. Like if you decide if you are going to bed one night and you're like tomorrow I'm going to wake up and I'm only going to eat plant based foods, but you don't have anything that's going to actually give you a satiating meal that is plant based or your fridge is still full of meat and eggs and dairy and things like that. Nobody else lives with you. It you have to just know that it's going to be a gradual process and that every little single step is going to add up and help you in the long run. 
My next tip is to try new plant-based foods. And I'm not talking yet about like the faux meats, like meatless alternatives and things like that. I'm talking about plant foods that you've never tried before. So for me, some that I had never tried before I went plant-based, nutritional yeast, I had no idea what that was. And then I tried it and I was like, I like this stuff. If you don't know what it is, it's like a inactive yeast and it kind of tastes cheesy in a way like Parmesan. I like to put it on like any pasta type dish. Um, it's so good. I love nutritional yeast. Other things that you could try could be like certain nuts or seeds or legumes or herbs fruits and vegetables, spices. Like if there are certain things of those that you've never tried before, get them and try them out. And again, it doesn't have to be like your next grocery shop. You get every single thing that you've never tried before. It could be just getting one thing at a time and trying it. Um, a few other things that I had never really had before going plant-based were seeds. I never ha would have like chia seeds or hemp seeds or anything like that, flax seeds. Now I love them, especially chia seeds. I find they help my digestion so much. I love those um, legumes. I feel like I didn't eat a, a ton of legumes unless I was having like a taco or something like that. I would add black beans, but now I love adding lentils and chickpeas and kidney beans and black beans and just trying out different ones. There's so many. Edamame is one of my favorites. So just do some experimentation and see what you like. My next tip would be to replace your protein sources first. So think about it if you are making a meal. A lot of time you'll start with a meat first as your protein source. And so I would recommend, this is what I did, I started off with only like fully plant-based sources. So I would have tofu, tempeh, textured vegetable protein, edamame, like those were my main protein sources. Sometimes I would have homemade seitan, but try those out and see how you like them. Cook them different ways. I've told this story before, but I'm going to tell it again because so I feel like somebody can benefit from it. When I first decided to go plant-based, I remember I was cooking tofu for the first time and I decided to grill it, which looking back at now probably wasn't the best idea because I don't think I had gotten the right type of tofu for grilling. So I put it on the barbecue and it stuck right away. Like it stuck so bad and like it split in half and it was falling apart. And I remember thinking, I was like, maybe I shouldn't do this. Like maybe I shouldn't go plant-based because this is going to be too hard. Like I'm so used to eating meat and things like that. And right away I thought, but it can only get better from here. And I just need to do some experimentation and actually find good ways to make tofu. Maybe grilling is not the best option for this kind. And so I kept going, but that's something that if you try out a recipe or if you try cooking a certain tofu or tempeh or whatever it is, and it doesn't turn out great, just keep going, try it a different way, follow a different recipe. Um, it can always get better from there. And along those same lines, actually learn the how-to of plant-based cooking. Learning how to cook tofu and tempeh and seitan and all of these things and make them taste good is something new you'll probably have to learn. I know that I definitely had to learn how to cook tofu. Um, and so follow recipes that you find on Pinterest or Instagram or wherever you like to find your Instagram 
wherever you like to find your recipes. Um, you could get cookbooks like fully vegan or plant-based cookbooks and follow those. You can look at YouTube videos or Instagram reels. Find people who have already learned the art of plant-based cooking and learn from them. And then if and when you want to, if you want to try the meatless alternatives, vegan meats and things like that, then try them out. Uh, there's so many available now, depending, of course, on what store you go to. But you could find like vegan or meatless chicken, burgers, meatballs, sausages, hot dogs, like ground alternatives. There are so many. So do your research, see what maybe is a little bit better for you, like ingredient wise. Um, you could try out a bunch of different ones if they come on sale. You could ask your favorite influencers or if you have friends that are vegan and like to have those things. Um, just see what is kind of highly rated and a lot of people like and try those if you want to. Of course, if you want to stick to more like whole food plant-based, then you probably, you might not want to have the alternatives like the meatless alternatives as much. I personally like to have them every once in a while um, just because they're fun and I include them in my diet because a lot of my diet is very balanced in whole food and plant-based. So if I have a meatless sausage or a meatless burger every, every once in a while, it's not going to kill me. Um, even if your whole diet was made up of those things, I don't think it would kill you. Um, but of course, sticking to like whole foods is most likely the best. But if you want to try the meatless alternatives, have at it, have fun. My next tip and kind of something that I talked about a little bit was to connect with others in the plant-based or vegan community. So again, if you have friends in real life in person that are plant-based or vegan, reach out to them. Uh, social media is a great place. Even like Facebook groups, um, different like TikTok influencers and things like that. Uh, find people that are also on their plant-based journey. Something that I did this past weekend and actually inspired this episode was I went to the Planted Expo here in BC, Vancouver, and it's a big expo with all vegan and plant-based products. And it was just, it felt so good to be in this room with a bunch of other people who appreciated the plant-based lifestyle and plant-based diet. And everybody that I met there was so nice. And I, I just loved being in that room. So that might even be a good thing too, is see if there are like vegan or plant-based grocery stores in your area and see people who are like shopping there. Um, or if there are expos, then go to those. Just find places where people with similar mindsets are going to be to you. I kind of talked about this next tip a little bit, but it's to make sure that you have a balanced diet. So before you go vegan or plant-based, again, make sure you educate yourself, do your research and learn what you need to know about having or doing a plant-based lifestyle properly. And then once you learn that, actually implement it. So make sure that when you're making your meals, you have a good source of protein and a good source of healthy fats and a good source of carbohydrates, lots of color, lots of micronutrients, um, and really make sure that your plate and your Overall diet is balanced, just as if you weren't eating plant-based or vegan, you would make sure that you have a source of protein, carbs, and fats on your plate. So just do the same with your plant-based foods.
My next tip, and this is a big one that I don't know if a lot of people do, is to make sure that you're reading labels of things that you buy. It can be easy to think when you go plant-based that, oh, like, I'll just stop buying meat at the grocery store and stop going into the dairy section and the egg section and I'll be good. But if you buy other things, it can be easy to have things that have hidden animal products in them. Like, so for example, I'm gonna give an example here. When I first decided to eat plant-based, I was eating the Smart Pop popcorn. It's like the microwave one for months after. And I was like, it's just popcorn. Like what can be in here? And then one day, months later, I looked at the box. I don't know why I decided to, but I did. And I realized that it had like butter extract or something in it. So it had milk. And I was like, oh, that's so annoying. And of course, there's nothing that you can do at that point. But I did stop eating it after that. So just make sure when you're buying something to check the labels, whether it's a sauce or a like chip or a dip or whatever it is, just make sure, check there's nothing in there um, that may be derived from an animal. My next tip is to veganize or make your favorite meals plant-based. So something one of my favorite meals growing up was called hamburger helper and so it's like pasta with some ground beef and like this cheese spice in it and so something that i did a few years ago was i veganized that recipe by using chickpea pasta so it's a little bit high protein and then i used textured vegetable protein as the ground beef alternative and then made like my own cheesy sauce with nutritional yeast and things like that and so it can be done you can make your classic recipes veganized and if you don't know how to do it yourself again that can go back to searching a recipe online there are I'm sure there are millions of vegan recipes online so definitely do some searching have some fun with it and see if there's a vegan version of your favorite recipes my next tip would be to supplement as needed so of course I think it's a good idea I'm not a doctor but I think it's a good idea to get a blood test done and see what nutrients or minerals you are um, individually uniquely needing or uh, your body needs especially. And so it could be any of them, iron, uh, vitamin D, whatever it is. But something that usually plant-based eaters or vegan eaters are low on is vitamin B12 because you can't get that an adequate amount if you don't eat meat. And so that might be something good to supplement with. But again, I would recommend either doing your research. You'll probably learn about this, actually. If you do your research beforehand, you'll learn about different nutrients and minerals that you may need to supplement with. Um, another thing is if you have a hard time getting your protein, then using a plant-based protein powder or vegan protein powder is something that I like to do. I use, of course, Magnum Nutraceuticals Quattro Vegan. I talk about it all the time. That is something that I use to help hit my protein goals if I don't get it enough throughout the day. Um, but definitely make sure to do a blood test and see if there are any certain uh, minerals or nutrients that you should probably supplement or increase through the foods that you're eating. And something I want to mention before I end off this podcast is just don't stress about it. It's 
really something that you can have fun with, learning new recipes, trying new foods. Um, and again, just don't stress how fun it is a fun thing to do and know that you are benefiting your body and the earth and the animals. And that's kind of just what I wanted to end the episode off on. Thank you so much for watching or listening to this. I hope that you enjoyed it and learned something. If you did, please make sure to like, follow, subscribe wherever you are. And thank you again for listening. I hope you have a fabulous day and I hope to see you in the next episode.